1: Welcome to episode 45 of Three Geeky Ladies. I'm Elisa Paselli. With me today, as always, are Suze Gilbert. Hi, everyone. And Vicki Stokes.
0: Hi.
1: How is everyone? Okay. Excellent. Suze, have you been getting any of the cold and the snow that we've been getting up here in the great state of New York?
0: Oh, uh, we've had ice here. And I, let me tell you something. Dallas drivers, D- Texas in general, doesn't know how to deal with ice. They... They end up sanding after the ice has already formed. So it's not like in New England. You know, when I lived in Maine, you know, the minute that they predicted snow or ice, the sanding trucks would be out. Not here. And they really don't know how to drive. But it's beautiful this weekend. We're back in the 70s. But we had a really uh, hard cold snap. I mean, it was getting down to, you know, 19, which is pretty cold here. It was definitely chilly, definitely winter, but not as bad as the East. And I really feel, I remember those days very vividly of backbreaking snow and trying to get this, you know, use the roof rake to get the snow off the roof. So, mm-hmm. you know, you didn't ruin your roof. Oh, I feel for you guys. I really do. Oh,
1: we have nowhere else to throw the snow. <sighs> it's, it's almost up to our windows,
0: man. We've never, no. we have
1: not had this much snow and I
0: can't tell you how long. We before, the, week, the year before I left Maine, which was in 2006, that was a really rough winter. I mean, we were getting huge snowstorms, and it was just brutal. It was one after another. So, you know, it, it, it like, takes a break for a little while. I'm sure the ski, you know, areas are absolutely thrilled with this winter. Not
2: in this in California, ski area is awful.
1: Well,
0: you've got the drought going on. Yeah, you've got the drought.
2: Well, we have 10% chance of rain today.
0: Wow, 10%. Woo! Yeah, we're supposed
2: to, this time of year, we're supposed to have like a 90% chance of rain. Uh, man, wow. This is scary. Even though today is going to be 68, it's going to be cloudy and it's going to feel like 68. <laughs> so, just like, I, I'm scared because my lawn looks awful. I'm afraid that food is going to be expensive. It, they're going to use all this drought stuff to make everybody miserable. Not well, just, we've got
1: yeah. plenty of snow here that you want to come pick it up. Yeah, use and you'll know, melt that down. Be my guest.
2: Our lows are what our highs should be this time of year. It's ridiculous. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's been very.
1: It's it's been very strange because I know uh, my son just recently moved to North Carolina and he's a teacher and he has had more snow days than actual teaching days.
2: Wow. Wow.
1: Yeah, he was off. This past Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, the week before, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Because they had a little bit of snow and a little bit of ice. And they didn't know how to deal with it because they're not equipped, like Texas. They had no school.
2: Wow. Looks like Tennessee's like that, too? They don't buy snowplows because there's no snow. What do you do for ice? There's not very much you can do for ice.
0: No. And unfortunately here, um, I don't know if you heard about this, we had a firefighter that was on top you know they have what's called the high five and the high threes here they're just levels of highway that um that are elevated and he there was a firefighter here last week that during the ice storm that was attending to an accident and a car plowed into him and threw him off of the elevation and he and he and he died so i mean it's really serious here it's just uh, you know it's you know, back in Maine, when we would have a snowstorm, nobody went out. You know, it was, it was kind of a great, if, unless you had to. Like when I was a nurse, I had to, of course, work and, you know, go to the hospital. So I would leave in plenty, I'd leave like hours, you know, ahead of time. But, you know, they knew how to drive, too. You just don't take chances. You slow down. They don't tend to do that here. And But it's, you know... Cold weather, for me, means hibernation. So I either work in my studio or or I go in the kitchen and I make things. So, you know, that's kind of nice. I don't have to be out on the road. I I hate hate being out on the road when there's crazy drivers.
1: Well, today we wanted to talk about online learning. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean going back to school, getting your degree, which, on a side note, and I think you would agree with me on this, Vicki, if you want to go back to school, like I did in 2007, I decided to get another degree and I took my classes online rather than going to the local community college. When you do a class online for college credit, you need to be organized and you need to be a self-starter. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, that you, you, if if you're neither one of those people, you might not want to go back to school for a, for a college credit because you're basically on your own. The teacher, at least in my experience, the teacher gives you the outline of what you are going to go over, but a lot of the times you have to find the answer yourself when you have a question. The teacher isn't always right there to be able to say, to answer that question for you. You need to be able to look up the answer and figure things out on your own. That's for college classes. However, there's other kinds of learning you can learn photography, you can learn cooking, you can learn crafts, you can learn web design, um, all kinds of different types of learning. And Susay, would you like to get us started?
0: Sure. I went back late in life too. I went back um, 2001 for fine arts. And I think for me is I just, I'm a lifelong learner. I love learning things. And I fell in love with Open Culture. They used to have an app, it really doesn't work any longer, but in our show notes we do have the link to the website. And this is a great resource for those people that would really like to learn anything. I mean, they have everything very organized. So, for instance, if you want to and it's for, most of them are free, so if you Look up at the essentials. It'll say free online courses. They also have free certificate courses. So if you complete a course and you do well, you get the certificate for completing the course. And these are these are really reputable universities. You're going to be listening to, depending on a, the course of course. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. The course of course. <laughs> uh, uh, you'll be listening to professors from Stanford, Yale, Harvard, Oxford University. So it's a high caliber of professors that are teaching most of these classes, which is very impressive. So to get back to the online courses, they are basically organized into your areas of interest. So for instance, if you like archaeology, they have courses about that. For me, it's usually art and art history. And I've taken several of these courses, and I really, really enjoy them and you know it's basically on your own time unless you sign up for a certificate course these are many of them have free online video so you just you can look at it on your iPad or your iPhone or they have the iTunes audio so you can download the audio and listen to it on your iDevice and I've taken A couple of them that I've really enjoyed about architecture and art history, and they also I've also taken some on classics in the classical world because that's what interests me. But they have math, they have uh, economics, so there's many different types of things that you know. Yes, is it a is it a a course that is going to go over 15 weeks? No, but they have many lectures that might embrace maybe eight or nine weeks, and you can listen to them on your own time and at your leisure. They also offer a lot of free textbooks, uh, Harvard classics, um, some art books that you can download. They have, um, if you like Gonzo, they have um, Hunter S. Thompson essays. So it's just a great resource and they also have lectures from authors, some well-known authors that you can uh, have that access to. And they also for teachers, for educators, they have K to 12 resources. So language lessons and video lessons, they have movies, I just really think this is just a fabulous, fabulous resource. And if you go onto their website, they constantly update, it. it's more like a blog, so you're constantly finding out new articles, you know, about Hemingway or, or whatever they have. There is you will feel so smart just accessing this website because they do offer so much i think it's just a fabulous website and um you can subscribe you know to your rss feed and you can follow it on twitter i I think um if you try it you know i would pick a class and try it and see if you like it and um give give it a shot but as far as I'm concerned, I really think the quality of some of the lectures I've listened to are pretty impressive. You know, and then of course you can always say say that you know you listen to Harvard lectures or, you know, or I should say, Hobbit lectures, or, mm-hmm. or, or Oxford. But no, it's 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 really a, a very interesting. And if you embrace you know current events, if you embrace history, if you embrace you know being a, a adult learner then you will like open culture very very popular site uh, highly highly recommended
1: they also have ebooks here i see
0: mhm kindle books which is nice because you know sometimes when you go to the kindle store you have it's hard to find the ebook the free ones you know yeah it is and they also have links for online uh credit courses, you know, if you want to get college credit for things. Most of the free ebooks though are classics, you know, I would say Jane Austen and um T S Eliot stuff, but you know, they're they're classics. Yeah. I mean, you can well, get them for free. Not, yeah, some
2: of them are in the public domain. So most of them, well, Yeah. Know,
0: most of them. Yeah, they used to have what was the one um what was the app Vicky that had all of them on public domain. Oh gosh. Oh. God. What was it?
1: The Gutenberg?
0: Yes, I think yes. Thank you. It was Gutenberg. I should know that since he had the first printing press, but But see, I'm, I like Joan um Didion, so they had her essays, I didn't you know, all in one place. That's really nice to be able to have somebody that you really like or respect. And I also love Toni Morrison, and I've listened to hers as well. So So, give it a try. Oh, and you know, I just noticed this. I haven't noticed this reading list by Neil deGrasse Tyson, who is going to be the I new host that. of Cosmos. I yes. love this man. God, I love this man. His voice. Oh, and gosh, his makes voice. You learn. Oh, he is fabulous. I wish well, they my just teacher. <laughs> me too. Oh, I, I, mean, I have it makes
2: a... that. I mean, because I don't like um, astrology. It just bores me. Astronomy. It bores the hell out of me. But. He makes it interesting. I'm shocked. I, I I just I just wish we had more people like that in our country. It is just so important that we value education and science and learning. And I don't want us to get away from that. That's what our greatest resource is our our minds. You know our our knowledge and anybody that's going to make. People want to learn. We need to cherish. You know, teachers are the best thing ever.
0: I think for him, it's the passion he brings yes. to such a very difficult subject. I mean, astrophysics mm-hmm. is 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 a difficult yeah. subject, and your hand and how to many
2: people you know, as an astrophysicist,
0: yeah, <laughs> and to be passionate about it, but to be able to explain the intricacies the intricacies of of the universe to you know a broad audience he just excels at that you know and it's because he's so passionate about the subject I love listening to him I, I love listening to him I have to have a shout out to Michael Breed for turning me on to some of his other stories that I have um, I downloaded from Amazon they're fabulous
2: books alright one of the things I just wanted to just add on to our list here uh, it is uh, it, and I completely forgot about it um, until just now when we were having our discussion. Um, there are also tuition-free colleges. Um, I uh, did a search. So I remember reading this article from U.S. US News, and I finally found it. Um, uh, they list 12 tuition-free colleges that you can access Um and, and come on tuition free uh and you get a degree for free <laughs> that's pretty cool they are generally very small colleges and regional colleges um and so uh, there's 12 so you may be able to find one in your your area but uh we have the link to that site um for I mean excuse me I linked to that article in our show notes i wanted to mention just in one fell swoop there are some universities like like um Suzanne mentioned um, high polluting universities like MIT and Harvard, where you, you can actually take real college classes from their esteemed professors. Um, their videos sometimes, sometimes they're just lecture notes, but having access to that material is invaluable. And that uh, MIT has an open courseware um, program and Harvard online uh, has a learning program um there's also a european online site for people in, in in europe uh but it's open for everybody um not just in, in europe but there is one called uh european um i think it's called open learn its the site and that's going to be also in the show notes um hmm. and uh speaking of universities let me move on also uh, uh Elisa to mention um for online certifications these these aren't free um see Berkeley has an online extension it's one of the more popular ones um, but they also offer uh, extension classes where you can go attend them in um, uh, on, on different uh, campuses around around the state but their online extension program is for anybody anywhere and those programs those classes you can get certifications or just take classes in general you want to be a UNIX programmer they have a program for you to get a, get certified in that Um that area and it's um, well um, it's well recognized because it, it is truly um, a, a course uh, uh, that's recognized I mean, accredited that is uh, in the UC system so you're, you're getting a really good deal um, but it's not cheap it's very relatively expensive um, but if you just want to get started your career started in programming they even have um, engineering, fine arts, um, uh, liberal arts, uh, business areas. Uh, generally, um, any kind of certification you can think of, they have one and um, expensive, but you know, um, you get a quality education and that certification is, is uh, recognized by most major corporations. So that's my little thing on courseware. Hmm.
1: Now, as regular listeners know, I am a crafter. I like to knit, crochet, quilt. And what people usually do is if they want to take classes on quilting or learning a knitting technique or working on a particular project, they go to their local yarn store or their local fabric store. But there are some people who live in rural areas or just an area that doesn't have a local store. So for those people, there are a lot of online classes that you can take for crafting. Now, one of them is called Creative Bug, and it is a paid class. It is $9.95 a month to take as many classes as you'd like, or you can buy one class starting at $9.95 for that individual class. And it covers things like bookbinding, ceramics, embroidery, uh, home decor, mixed media, printmaking, knitting crocheting so there's a lot of different choices there and it's the kind of uh, classes where you can either watch it on your computer or you can watch it on the iPad it is platform agnostic so it doesn't matter if you are a Windows user or a Mac user you can uh, all, everybody can can use these classes and once you buy these classes they're yours you can't download them to your computer but you will always have access so even if you just buy one class It's always there. So that one is called Creative Bug. There is also um, classes from Annie's Crafts, which is the home of Clotilde and Annie's Attic. Annie's Attic does a lot of needlework, plastic canvas, knitting, crocheting, yarn types of crafts, where Clotilde is the fabric end of of the business. And again, you can take a class you can sign up for a class and for this particular website they charge by the class there's no there's no um annual one price fits all It's a say you pay by the class and again once you buy that class it's yours to access whenever you'd like then there's a place called craft art education craft art edu and it's the same thing. They've got some free classes. They have some paid-for classes in jewelry making, clay, fiber. So this seems to be more of the, um, more of the fine arts rather than just a basic knitting, crocheting, quilting kind, of a, kind of, a, of a website. But, again, you can sign up for a class. Once you do, it's yours. Um, there's also Daily Craft TV, which has a TV show on the PBS station. You can take different classes on quilting, knitting, crocheting, scrapbooking, and paper crafting. The one that I recommend highly that I use is called Craftsy. And what I like about Craftsy is I have it on the iPad and I have it on my Mac. You pay by the class. I also have a lot of free classes, but it covers a lot of different subjects. You can do it for cooking, cake decorating, jewelry making, photography, knitting, quilting, uh, basket weaving, there's a we- just plain regular weaving, a lot of different choices there, and it's very interactive. So when you're using Craftsy, you can ask questions of the teacher, you can ask questions of the other students, you can upload pictures of your finished projects or projects as you're uh, in progress. They have a uh, downloadable PDFs of, cl- of supplies of different um, information that you can just print out. They have, uh, you can bookmark, take notes so that if you are watching a particular class and say it, you know, three minutes and 10 seconds, you want to remember that particular point, you can make a little bookmark or write a note. So that way you'd always know where to go back to when you go back to watching that class. One of the classes that I'm taking is quilting the quilt top. When you're all done making your quilt, as Suzanne knows, you have to go back and you quilt it and that keeps everything together. And I've always been just... Not so good at that. So I bought a class on quilting a quilt top. And what I do is when I'm up in my craft room, I have my iPad next to me. And I have my sewing machine all set up with my quilt. And I'll watch one of the techniques that they do. Stop it. Sew a little bit. Go back to my iPad. Watch it again. Stop it. Sew a little bit. And I know that that class will always be available to me three years from now, five years from now. I can always go back and and watch that class. So I've bought some classes on putting a zipper into a sweater. Uh, I bought a class on um, cake decorating, uh, making a pizza, uh, creating a... um... Making a pizza? Yay! You don't... Have I watched it? That's another
0: story. I was gonna say this is the woman that hates to cook.
1: Woman that hates to cook. That's right. But I mean, pizza is so
0: easy, Lisa. Well, this is making
1: you know, making a crust and da 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 da. I've got easy. This is is me. But But I've got 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 gotta follow
2: the instructions, the recipe. The recipe generally.
1: (laughs) That's
0: my problem. There's my problem. It's not that she
2: can't do it. It's just that she refused to. You know, she doesn't like coloring in the lines.
0: See, but I don't either. I I look at a recipe and then I totally make it my own.
2: Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Going outside.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But see, that's that's the nice thing about these crafting classes is that everybody, you know, crafting isn't necessarily knitting or sewing. There's so many other things that are considered crafting that Craftsy covers. So that you know, Vicki and Suzanne, if you want to take some sort of cooking class. You know, Vicki, I know that you don't, you know, you're not interested in knitting or quilting or sewing, but if you want to take some sort of cooking class or a cake decorating class, that's there for you. You know, I've got classes on um, sewing machine basics, which I haven't watched yet, but it's basically how to maintain your sewing machine, the different parts of it. I've got color theory class for a block of the month, free motion quilting, a sampler, grafting pieces of fabric together, uh, knitted fabric knit to flatter which is basically choosing a pattern and adapting it to your particular body type because if you're, you know, say you're familiar with this when you make a sweater, let's say your your body shape is different than mine, you know, with different heights, different sizes, but the the sweater is the same. That's
0: this why class, you have to gauge, 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 gauge. That's true. what I But then say. this
1: will this class, this knit to flatter class will also take into account, you know, are you a pear shape? Are you an apple mm-hmm. shape? Are you athletic build? Are you a little bit heavier, a little bit thinner? Long-waisted, short-waisted, so that we can take the same sweater, you and I, and we can adapt it to our particular bodies, rather than we both make it exactly the same.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because just because you and I are both the same size doesn't mean the sweater's going to look the same on both of us. Right. So this this is a good class to adapt to, you know, your individual bodies, body type. So. Craftsy is, is I highly recommend, if you're going to take one online class through a, you know, a kind of a craft class, Craftsy is definitely highly recommended, and it works great on the iPad. I would use it more on my iPad than on my computer. So if you're into any kind of crafting, I would definitely give give Craftsy a shout-out. And if I didn't mention it, there are free classes on there, too. And plus, they have sales a lot, so if you sign up for their... their um, mailing list, a lot of times they'll have sales and a lot of half-price sales, which is nice, because the classes run between usually between 20 and $40, but a lot of times they'll have them on sale for half-price, and that's usually when I buy them.
2: Every time you say the word craft, I shudder.
1: <laughs> I
2: do. I, I'm so intimidated by that. Anything dealing with art, you know that. I, I, I just... I, I looked at that site, and it just made me even more it just stressed me out a bit. <laughs> just... But
1: it's not it's not just like I said, it's cake decorating, it's fine know, art, photography. I know, I know. there's, but see, there's food. See cake decorating
2: and... I wouldn't do because I'm not artistic. I just follow see, there's food... the instructions in the of the recipe. I'm not gonna try Here to you decorate go. the cake. I'm just gonna put icing on it.
1: <laughs> food and food and cooking classes.
2: Okay, yeah. So
1: we've got we've got <laughs> Authentic Italian soups, Vietnamese classics, French pastry. Well, they need to change it from Crapsy
2: because the name just freaks me out. (laughs) Yeah.
0: It is a turn off the name. I do too. I don't like the name.
1: Perfecting the perfect pie crust. Making soup. So there is plenty of things. International cuisines, culinary techniques. So there is plenty if you're not uh, a fiber artist, but you do like to cook. Yeah, that's true. There's a lot of stuff on here for cooking.
2: It's just that the word craft reminds me of Martha Stewart, and she's just too perfect. I can't be her. Oh no!
0: Don't be me- yeah. don't be dissing with Martha. I don't love, be dissing Martha. I love Martha. I love Martha. I, I, no, I, I think craftsy. I, love to be I think her. I
2: admire people that are artistic. You know, it's, I think
0: it's just craftsy, really- craftsy. Craftsy. Crafty does craft does not. See, when I think about craft, there's two there's two types of craft. There's fine craft like potters um, woodworkers, you know, there's fine crafts, uh, glass making. To me, those are artists that are working on fine craft. Yeah. Then cra- other crafts are, are historically, um, you know, uh, attributed to women, which is quilting and, you know, uh, knitting and crocheting and sewing and blah, blah, blah. Food does not go in there for me or cake decorating. I don't, I suppose they are crafts, but it doesn't come across to me. So, to me, that's a misnomer, uh, Elisa, that title, Craftsy. It's, it's a turnoff for me, too, because when I thought that, I'm like, ooh, craftsy, you know, crafty crafts. That's kind of the first thing I thought, you know, like the little, not that there's anything wrong with it, but, you know, the little crocheted booties at, you know, the um, stamp, the craft or sale. Or stamp bookings, you know?
2: scrap, scrap scrapbooks, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, you know. And, and, and I would just gather all the stuff for the, for the uh Scrapbook and never put it together because I just wouldn't know how to begin or even end it once I started it. And so I, I don't like starting stuff and not finishing it, it just it makes me nervous.
0: I think they should do something with the name so people aren't equating it yes, just right. with, you know, I think they need, if they're going to make a broader base, then mm. what they need to do is they need to have a name, maybe a subtitle underneath that craftsy, you yes. know, and then I, I, something else. I told else. you about the
2: house I went to look at, and the lady, lady said, it's a craft room. I said, I don't want to go in that room. She said, I don't want this house. you <laughs> got get rid of the craft.
1: Which could have been your library, your office.
2: I know, I know. It, it just turned me off. I said, like, I gotta go. I just, it just made. I didn't realize it made me that nervous, but I think because I, it been, I, also,
0: I think I has a negative it. connotation sometimes. Not that it should have, it should, but yeah. it sometimes you know, does. Like the art yeah.
2: classes, you know, you had, and people were yeah. so excited because they were going to pull out the paper and pencil. I mean, and start cutting and making little collages and stuff. I would just get so depressed. I said, I can't do this. I don't want to do it. And I never tried it. And I think that's the barrier. If I could just get get past being so intimidated by it, then I could Well,
0: Vicki, if that realtor had said to you, Vicki, this is a studio or could be an office, what would you have said then? If
2: I walked in and it looked like a craft room, I would have walked right out. <laughs>
0: if she, instead of saying a craft room, what if she had said this could be a studio that you could modify into a work area or I always office. see that
2: room as that craft room, and I just would just ah. walk out. I just, I just, and you know, it just hit me why I don't like art. We had a really good art teacher that visited our school. She was like a student, uh, and she came to our school and was showing us how to do things. And I was trying to work on, on this, this collage or something with this friend of mine. And she came in and she just stopped criticizing everything I did, you know, and that, I just, it just snapped into my head. She's like, oh, no, don't do it that way, oh, no, don't, oh, try these colors, and it just, she just was so, I think she was just too enthusiastic, and it just made me not want to do it. You know, I said, you know, I you just confirmed to me that I have no talent, thank you.
0: <laughs> and that's a shame because, you know, there are teachers, even in college, I had yeah. college professors like that. Yeah. Um, and you can't bring their biases or their insecurities about their own work and place it on your shoulders. Yeah. You know that's that's their problem. It's yeah. not your problem yeah. because there really is no right or wrong you know, way I, to do art, as we I all know. My
2: sister showed me how to, before then, my sister was showing me how to crochet and do things like that, and I would make mistakes. And I'm sort of I'm, and, and when I'm doing stuff like that, I wanted to be perfect, and that's the problem. I was taken apart and start all over again because I made one little mistake.
0: But you know, there's no perfect. I've I've ripped out. I've had a mistake in ribbing and or a quilt, and I've ripped everything out. And then, the Amish have a have a beautiful um, motto. And what they do is, they do not want to insult God. There's always a mistake in their quilts or their work because nothing is perfect. And one of my friends in Tucson used to say, uh, "What best is the enemy of good. And it, it's true. Yeah. I, I think, you know, if you do a good job, it doesn't have to be perfect. That's in our own head. Yeah.
2: Well, you it's, know, it's, I'm it's a so terrible with, perfectionist. Means, I would never invite anybody over and actually cook because I'm afraid <laughs> that the meal won't turn out right. And that will make me really stressed out. I, I don't want someone to visit my home and have a bad meal. So I, I just, if I go out and get the food and the food doesn't
1: taste good, I can blame them. It's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> well, Vicky, yeah. one of the things in knitting is they say there's no such thing as the knitting police. That's
2: true. Yes.
1: So that if the three of us were knitting a scarf and all three of us took the same pattern but did it slightly different, none of us are wrong. It's sort of like that. In- we're just doing it. We're just doing it our own way. And if you like the finished product. It's all good. It's so like that in programming.
2: Yeah. Nobody does anything the same way. I don't know why I can't transfer that over into. Even talking about this is stressing me out. Let's change this on. <laughs> it Well, on that me. note, oh my God, uh, I can't do on this. that note,
0: I think you need to go to TED. Yes. And TED, when I started watching TED lectures, oh, years ago, and when I got my iPad, it just made it so much more convenient to watch them on my iPad, and. For those of you that are not familiar with TED, they are a series of talks and TED stands for Technology, Entertainment and Design. So what the TED conferences do is they bring the great thinkers, artists, creatives, designers, and they do a short lecture. They're usually, I don't know, uh, 20 minutes or less. It's, it, it, there's not a lot of time involved. But I have learned so much about Different areas that I've never probably would have been interested in and I force myself sometimes to listen to these lectures And I always come away thinking wow, you know, I I look up that person. I look up their work It's just a fabulous again resource. So I'm not a big TV Person I don't watch a lot of TV of course the Olympics are an exception and so is Breaking Bad But I'm not a big TV person, but I do like watching TED lectures and they have different I mean if you basically again they have different subject matters so if you want to go in to the website the ted website or you can download the app they have a free app that you um, can download on your iDevice and you can put in any type of uh, search word so if you want something that is fascinating or inspiring or technology or I like creative I always throw creative in there and a bunch of talks will come up and you can just click on one and it will, you know, you just start and you're, you're taking place, I mean, excuse me, you're taking part of uh, that conference, of that particular lecture. And they're really inspiring. Elizabeth Gilbert actually did uh, a really good one. She's the author of Eat, Pray, Love. And I'm not a big, I wasn't really crazy about that book, but her lecture about creativity was very, very good. Uh, Neil Gaiman, <clears throat> if you like him, And of course they have a lot of uh, technology thinkers that are in there uh, giving some great lectures. So I highly recommend uh, TED, the TED conference talks. They are under a Creative Commons license, I believe. So uh, they're all free and you can go in and if you want to attend the lecture on the website, you can actually find out where it's being held and, and attend it. And it's available in different languages, so that's another uh, nice addition.
2: So, I want to talk about um, the class that um, I'm taking with well, uh, Udemy online courses. Um, I'm trying to click onto the page, but my internet's slow. Um, I thought um, about this, I think. Um, you know that Life Mac um, service? Thing? They send you things in the email, telling you about things you can buy. Stack um, Social, the Stack Social. No, it's a some a, a, a Mac Life deals, Mac deals, or something like that. It emails in it. That's the one that uh, had the iPhone utility case. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and it it had. Uh, some courses, and I clicked on one of the courses, and I said, oh, I've seen this course before, and then I uh, searched, and I found Giddy online, and um, it has really, really good classes, um, I took a yes, Python, they do. Python programming class, and it was very good, uh, I was surprised, I don't say focused on that kind of stuff, because I I've program before, so some of the Classes are just too elementary, but I could just skip forward and get to the another section uh, of, of it. It's pretty cool. They're they're reasonably priced classes, and right now they have fifty percent off. So if you, if you find a class you like, fifty uh, percent um, off is a pretty, pretty good deal. Um, what I wanted to get, let me find a section where they had the more popular. Um, Oh, top eight courses here it is, um, and they have so many um, classes. Um, one of them, oh my gosh, my, I'm sorry, you guys, my internet is just super duper slow, so I'm not able to see. Oh, here it is, top paid courses. Um, one of them, today um, you probably interested to in lectures on Greek history and culture. Um, I, I don't know if you like Greek, but I do know you like history, um, and it's only ten dollars. Uh, it's from a retired classes professor, um, and they've had 1.4, 1, uh, um, 1,400 um, people who've taken this class, and it has almost uh, six stars on it, so five stars on it, so it's pretty good. Uh, they also have a yoga challenge and detox diet transformation system class class. That also has almost 1,400 uh, people that signed up for it. And I have a friend that took it, who's into yoga, and she thought it was a pretty good class, also. There are a lot of things things from uh, makeup basics to uh, your CCNA boot camp for your uh, certification, Um, easy DSL uh, uh, photography classes, how to be a web developer from scratch. All of these are courses that are from professionals. They're not just Joe Blow, you know, who decided he's going to develop class. Um, They are pretty good. And you got all these different people that are taking it so you can get some kind of feedback on how good they are. I can tell you that the tech class that I took, the one, the Python class, was worth it. And I'm planning, probably will take another one. They also have certification classes um, for people who who are interested in, who's on the certification track and need to, you know, review for your certification. They have tons of those kind of classes.
1: Vicky, when uh, you take a class, uh, is it something
2: uh, um, that... Cisco and... Uh, a...
1: Sorry? When you take a class, is it something that is always in your, um, that you always get to refer back to? Or is it something where if it's a six-week class, when the six weeks is over, that's it. You've lost access to it.
2: You have access to it, continue to have access to it. So you can you know, go back
1: safe. and refresh your memory and kind of go over things again if you want to. You can start all over again because you mm-hmm. paid for the class. You own the class. Okay. Box. Okay. Yeah.
2: So, yeah. Um, but uh, they got all kinds of certifications Six Sigma Greenbelt uh, for business operations certifications, and they got finance certifications, they got IT certifications like Linux servers and Microsoft certifications you name it, they have it. And they're all reasonable prices. Like from um it's I'm no seeing for the Cisco training of forty nine dollars uh all the way up to three hundred dollars. I think that's the most expensive class that they have. Um but this weekend oh, oh three ninety nine is the most expensive one. That's for the LSAT uh, review class. Um so this weekend um 50% off you know you can get that class for two hundred dollars instead of three ninety nine. So, I like it. I think it's very well put together. If you want to teach, you're a professional, you want to create some courseware, they also have a way that you can join and fill up your course uh, through Udemy. So, there you go.
0: I've taken uh, a drawing class from Udemy, and it was free, and it was very, very good. I really enjoyed it. So,
2: yeah. Yeah. Well, and my class do. was free, my class was free too. There's like an intro thing. And it was like a Python boot camp. So it just quickly got me into it, got me to know what I needed to know. It was only like five days I did it. And I'm sorry, that, it wasn't a boot camp. I'm, I'm talking about something else totally different. Never mind. But the, the Python <laughs> class was pretty, pretty fast. Um, I could move through the material. It was like presentations, like um, um, PowerPoint presentations. And you can go from one page to the next and uh, hit audio uh, to it too, so you got some kind of way of working through each one of the problems. Um, it, it shows you how to set up your entire environment from beginning to end. If you've you never programmed in Python before, then uh, it installing it and getting your environment running correctly is. is the first step, and it, you immediately get in, immersed into it. You immediately get uh, some feedback, and uh, that's the kind of that's that's the proper way of, tra- uh, of treating programming, to, in my opinion. You get people started with the basics, and you build on it, and you can skip stuff that's of no consequence. Yeah,
0: because you know, I think with um, Udemy, the what's nice about it, like for instance, the pre class that I had is I around here, I'm not sure where they have life drawing, and you know, for me, drawing people has always been my Achilles heel, you know, and it's always really nice to have that practice. Of course, I have some wooden, you know, models and plaster casts, but it's really nice just to sit and have somebody pose and be able to have that concentrated, you know, drawing, whether it's gesture or if you want to do a more uh, finished drawing. And with Udemy, they have several free drawing classes, and one of them, is a figure drawing class, a life drawing class. So they have nude models, and um, it, that's just really nice for those artists that don't have access, you know, to a model to pose, which um, I found it very, very helpful. So I, I really enjoyed it. And the teacher, I don't necessarily agree with his method, but he does teach you his method. And, but, you know, you if you already have learned a certain way, of course, you can disregard it, but it's just nice to be able to have that opportunity, um, you know, to learn from somebody else and see what method works for them. So, yeah, I, I think that's a good one, too. I think the the prices of the courses are very reasonable, too, Vicki. Yeah, yeah,
2: they're, they're not uh, outrageous. No. Uh, um, and it's very professional. I, I, that's the only thing I can say. It, it's not Joe Blow's um, online learning classes, you know. Right. It's,
1: well, the next two that I have are geared more towards children and the first one is called mlb.com digital academy and i got this email the other day from mlb which i thought was major amazing. league baseball major league baseball this is to Yay. help this is to, which i know pitchers and catchers reported today i'm so excited <laughs> but anyway we won't turn this into the baseball podcast um, Please it's, it, it's mlb.com digital academy and this is for kids who like to play baseball and it's, it's either $7.95 for just a month or you can sign up for a full year, which would turn out to be $60 for a year commitment. And it's for the kids to – they have 70 instructional videos to advance skills with tips from the pros so the kids can watch these videos to help them with their stances, with uh, pitching, with catching, with batting. They get a magazine, a youth baseball magazine, and they have games to improve their baseball vision. So that's something that if your child is into baseball and they can also customize their clubhouse to whatever their favorite Major League Baseball team is. So it sounds like it's something fun for the kids to improve their baseball skills. But the other website, and I've heard a lot about this, is the Khan Academy. And there is a lot of, of different exercises on here. For kids, there is also a lot, though, for adults, which I didn't realize. I thought this was mostly for children. But they have math help from grades three through eight on all different kinds of things, like algebra and geometry and pre-algebra, test preparation. They also have sciences, biology, physics, and chemistry. They have astronomy, Python programming, Vicki, uh, help with your MCATs they have economics and finance, humanities, and they also have partner content uh, and they are affiliated with the Museum of Modern Art, the J Paul Getty Museum, the Stanford School of Medicine, and the California Academy of Sciences. So there's a lot of a lot of good information on this site and everything is free. So if you have a child say in 3rd grade who's having problems with math, They have all these different videos, addition, subtraction, multiplication, division, measurements, fractions, uh, expressions and patterns that you can help your child learn about third grade math, but they also have questions so that you can ask questions and hopefully people in the community can answer, help you out with that. And they also have something, if I scroll back up here, Common Core. Common Core, at least in New York State, is a really big issue. There's a lot of people fighting against it. So there's some information about the Common Core, what it is, and how you can implement it into your classroom. Uh, They have exploring computer science. science. They have framing a masterpiece. Frames affect how we see a painting. So there's a discussion on that. So there's a lot of really good information on Khan Academy, totally free. Hmm. So this is interesting talks and interviews. Let me see what that one is about. Um, big picture talks and media, hot off the press, school pilots, Khan Academy and beyond. Um, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot going on on this. So I think, especially, I think if you are a parent of a young child, it's definitely worth taking a look to see if you can help your kid in school.
0: Well, my next one that I'm currently enrolled in is, uh, Coursera. They do have a free app for your iDevice. So if you decide you want to, if you're interested in this particular um, offering, then I would highly recommend you downloading the app. Coursera, the website itself is very well organized. I really, really like it. And again, very much like Open Culture, they offer free classes and many of them are free and also some of them are a verified certificate. So currently, I am taking Roman architecture with a professor from Yale University. And you do, there is homework involved. There is also, um, if you, it's a 15, work, a 15 week course. And what's nice is when you look at some of these courses, they tell you what the workload's going to be. So for this particular course, it's taught in English. It does have some Chinese subtitles um, on the movies, on the, the media. But it is taught in English and you have 48 hours of work a week and you, you know, you can write papers and have those graded. So there is writing assignments and they have peer review grading. Very, very interesting. Uh, I think there's so many other classes I want to take from from Coursera and some of them are not available. So what you can do is when you sign up for Coursera, you can actually have like a uh, like a watch list and that way if you like for instance there's one that interests me from the University of Virginia uh, Plagues which is in War the Worlds of Historical Fiction which I do like historical fiction and also from Emory the Art and Archaeology of Ancient Nubia which goes down um, through the Nubian Valley by the Nile so They're also very organized into levels of interest. So for mathematics, law, humanities, engineering, they have one on thermodynamics, which I probably would never take in my life because I've seen my husband's thermodynamics book and I almost cried when I saw it and thought, thank God I didn't go into engineering. But they, for me, um, (laughs) like, oh my God, this is way beyond me, but... That being said, you know, I've always been more of a left-brain type person, but they have some really good medical classes, too, yes. and music, film, and audio. There's a Warhol class, and these are institutions that are, are very, fairly prestigious. You know, these are not your fly-by-night institutions. You're talking about University of London, you're talking about University of Washington in Seattle, uh, University of Melbourne. So and even MoMA, the, uh, the Museum of Modern Art, offers some classes. So I just think it's, again, it's a wonderful, wonderful resource if you want to learn uh, some more about an, uh, a field that interests you, or if maybe you're debating if you want to go back to college. This is a great way of getting your feet wet you know, taking some of these classes, like for instance, Johns Hopkins University, if you're interested in mathematics, they offer st- statistical analysis of fMRI data, and they also offer mathematical biostatistics bootcamp one. So, you know, these are not particularly easy classes. Uh, but they are interesting classes depending on your interest and what you want to learn and what you want to go into. There's another one that's coming up actually. What's today? Is today the 60s starts tomorrow that I might sign up for? And this is Nanyang Tech, Technical University in Singapore. They have Beauty, Form, and Function, which is an exploration of symmetry, which as an artist, I do use symmetry in, in my work and design. So I like the fact that. You have a parameter, you know what the reading is, what you have, you know, for the course. You're able to read and look at any of the media files at, on at your own time. And then if you need to write, it's really nice to get those writing juices, you know, and have somebody critique your work. So highly recommend Coursera. I think the courses are well worth the money of, like, free. And, you know, at the end you get a certificate. So, you know, if you're into pieces of paper, you can also take one that has a certificate. So I highly recommend that one. I think Open Culture and Coursera are my two favorite um, resources for learning right now, online learning.
1: I like this one, The History of Rock.
0: Yeah. (laughs) They also have a Beatles. I think they have a Beatles course as well. But they, and for Vicki, because you're a mathematician, Stanford University also offers a 10-week long course uh, through Coursera, the Introduction to Mathematical Thinking. Not that, you, I mean, you already know that, but I mean, for somebody that is thinking about going into math, even, you know, uh, kids, I know they probably don't want to learn during summer, but if they're thinking, well, hmm, I don't know if I really want to take that class, this is a great way to maybe sometimes try a class and, and see
2: Get you get the basic um, understanding of what the class is going to be about so you be prepared um, exactly yeah so it, it'll make it'll make ease you in there into the class uh, and not make it so painful uh, the learning process um,
0: and they also what's nice is they have a, a community that you can talk with other students too and some of the classes do that too you can participate it's up to you but you can participate in onla- online discussions which that's mm-hmm. really nice too and yeah. when I was in college, we had an app called Blackboard, and we were able to do that too. So it was really nice that if you're having trouble with a particular problem, you could ask either the professor online or uh, other students, which usually came to your rescue, you know, even before the professor did, which is really great. So
1: we still have a lot of different uh, uh, online learning apps and websites to share with you. So we're going to stop for now and we're going to break this up into two parts. So the next episode will be the continuation of the uh, resources that we have found for you. So I want to thank you for listening and you can find us at three with the number three spelled out. We are also on Facebook and Google plus we would love it if you would join both of those or e- either one of those communities, especially Google plus a lot of conversation going on there. All of those links will be found in the show notes. So on behalf of Vicki and Suzanne I want to say thank you for listening, and we will see you next time. Thanks, everyone.
2: I guess so. What do you mean you guess so? Prove your geek, Red. I don't need to prove myself to you. I'm the new host of the geekiest show ever. We will see about that. Don't you just hate it when droids think they have all the control and don't know their role? You know, they forget that we can turn the power off. Oh no, you can't. Oh yes, I can. Don't, please. I'll be good. That's better. Nothing worse than artificial intelligence being, well, unintelligent. Head across to iTunes and subscribe to the Geekiest Show Ever podcast, the only show truly dedicated to geekery.